Are you okay? How bad are the labor pains? They are considerable. How soon will the baby come? Can you tell? My contractions are occurring at intervals of precisely five minutes and 22 seconds. TJ, go pump some water from the well and heat it up on the stove. Then get it over here. Brick, find any clean blankets in the house and bring them. No, I don't want to go out to the well. It's the middle of the night. Shut up and go. All right, Bill. She's ready. She's all yours. Uh, what do you mean? You're a scientist. I've never delivered a baby. I have no idea what to do. You've got two kids. How can you not know what to do? I fainted during Samantha's delivery. And as for Katie, I I sat in the waiting room the whole time. This is an emergency. Teresa, just try to stay calm. Oh, that was useful. Got the blankets. Here, cover her up. Thank you, Astrid. I am now attempting to modulate my respiration. (sighs) There's blood on the blanket. Teresa, are you all right? Arlo, I am managing. I believe this is a normal part of the process. Astrid, would you assist me? Uh, you're breathing. Are we talking about Lamaze here? The technical term is organizing breath. My next contraction is due in one minute. I must take a deep breath when it commences and then breathe out while simultaneously pushing. This will be difficult due to the pain. Please urge me to push on the occasion of each exhale. You must keep me on task and on time. I can do that. Astrid, the contraction... Push! <laughs> I have the hot water. Where do you want it? Over here. So, this baby is half Lar? How did that happen? Let's just say it wasn't consensual. I mean, didn't you have a sovereignty inhibitor on that Lar? Long story. But if her baby is a Lar, it can control this smart house for us. It could give us anything we want. It would be selfish of Teresa to raise that thing as a human baby when a lar could make everyone's life so much easier. Listen, buddy, you can bring that up with the group, but I'm pretty sure this isn't the right time. I don't care if they like it or not. Are you too stupid to see I'm trying to help you? Okay, I can see the baby's head now, Teresa. Push. Push! Come on, you call that a push? I am pushing. You push like a girl. Astrid, please. Too much? A little. Yeah. Push! They're acting like this baby is a person. It's a servant. We could be living the high life here. What don't you get? This isn't the time. My dad says it's always the time. Yeah, well, your dad has issues. You're almost there, Teresa. Push! Push big one this time! She's beautiful. We did it! Arlo, we did it! I thought I was going to faint. Look at her, Teresa. She has your eyes. Please, Astrid. May I hold her? She's all yours, Mother Teresa. She appears to be very healthy. And she's really cute, too. Teresa, you okay? It appears I was better prepared to deliver a baby than I am to cradle one. She's fidgety. There. I believe she is now comfortable. You may now sleep. Try rocking her from side to side. Gently, though. She is relaxing. 
This repetitive motion appears to be settling her. And her mother as well. What are you going to name her? If you're fielding suggestions, I was thinking... Eris. Eris? That was fast. The child has communicated with me telepathically. She informs me that her name is Eris. The baby named itself? Yes. Quite forcefully. Eris is a name from Greek mythology. Like Cronus. Like father, like daughter? In myth, Eris is the name of a goddess. Her name means strife or discord. Mischief. Great. She has fallen asleep. And I believe it is time that I follow suit. I am quite drained. Get some rest, kiddo. You did good. Thank you for your assistance, Astrid. It was a remarkable experience. and I converted it into a laboratory. As you can see, the scanner's charging on the organic battery. What's this over here? You don't want to bother with that. Oh, sure I do. All right. You're looking at the most intact carcass chunk from our attackers. Brick found it by the barn. What a mess. Have you figured anything out yet? I don't know. Bill? Well, I discovered something. An organic clamp over the central processor. It appears to be a nerve bundle. It's a brain? Something like that. Where? I don't see it. It's small. Here, lean in close. Hmm, your hair smells good. Anyone ever tell you you're easily distracted? Very few things distract me. Is that so? Uh Uh-huh. Just so happens you're one of them. How do you feel? You mean about... Yeah, about... Relax, Clark. You weren't half bad. Not half bad? If you've already reached a conclusion on this matter, then that's bad science. All good experiments must be repeated many, many times before a hypothesis can be accepted as true. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, let's go back to the house. I'm up for a little experimentation. I'll lock up. and the baby are sleeping. Shh. Sorry. I just wanted to get a quick peek at the baby. Okay, but tiptoe. She's asleep. Um, is that normal? There's something wrong with the baby's skin. The the coloring. It's patchy. Where? I don't see anything. Sorry about that, bloody Arlo. Now, little Lar, it's time to put you where you belong operating this damn smart house. Upsy-daisy, come to Uncle TJ. Now, where should we put you? Maybe inside a clock? Or a lantern? Man, the design of these things is supposed to be universal for the user's convenience. Ah, that's right. The lar always belongs near the hearth. Oh, the fireplace? You like that? You want to lay in the fireplace? Okay, I'll just set you down here, nice and gentle-like. Arlo! Astrid! Bill, help! Ugh, my neck. 
What happened? Eris is gone. I cannot locate her. What? TJ, he hid me. That son of a- That was more like a light tap. I had to do what none of you had the balls to do. What the hell are you talking about? Where is the baby? Chill, Mom. I took that thing and put it where it belongs. Did you harm my child? No, of course not. I just installed the lar in the house. In the fireplace. Right there, see? Oh my god! The fire wasn't there before, I swear. I wouldn't kill our lar. We need her to tend to our every desire. Oh, you little piece of- Astrid, stop. Everyone stay calm. Did any of you start the fire? No. I was upstairs. And it seems Eris has assumed the role of household lar. Vitality was a clock, Cronus a lantern, and apparently Eris has selected this form. A fireplace. Wait, are you saying that TJ put the baby in the fireplace and Eris just got absorbed into the smart house? I've never seen anything like this. She may have capabilities we can't even imagine. Teresa, you can reach out to Eris telepathically. Of course. I should not have panicked. I am reaching out now. Well, what did she say? Eris is here, all around us, and safe. She is now part of the smart house. In fact, she apparently prefers her new location and form. Then the heiress we know is gone? She isn't a human baby anymore? Eris reports that she can still appear to us in other shapes, and will do so when she pleases. When she pleases? Those are her exact sentiments. She possesses a strong personality. Wonder where she got that from. See? I did the right thing. The hell you did! Back to your corners, gentlemen. Arlo, please. Violence is not the answer. Yeah. Back off, bloody Arlo. I said knock it off! Are you all blind? Now we can have anything we want. The universe is at our fingertips. I can go home. We can all go home. You're a bastard. Eris is a living being and she has rights. You can't just abduct her. Oh, sorry, Mom. Are you going to spank me? You saw what bloody Arlo did to those things that attacked us, right, TJ? The same thing could happen to you. Arlo, no. Cease this. Eris is well. I am fine. Let us not make matters worse. Don't interfere. I'm not going to take this from Travis's little brat. Please, don't hurt me. Bloody Arlo. Call me that again, and those will be your final words. TJ, if you're going to stay here, we have to be able to trust you. What a joke. You guys are supposed to be protecting me. The executioner here is supposed to be my bodyguard. I did what was best for everyone because you're all too politically correct to act. Friggin' lar lovers. Well, I recommend house arrest for the time being. Oh, come on. There's no legal authority here. And if there were, my dad would just pardon me anyway. Your dad isn't here. I am. Arlo, please, everyone, stop. Thank you. Do not thank me. I am disturbed that you used physical violence against Arlo and took a child from her parent with neither permission nor notification. Well, when you say it like that... You know, house arrest does sound pretty good. Wait! Panel! Panel! It's the access panel. The house is out of lockdown. See? The smart house is working. I just made our lives so much easier. Watch. TJ, wait. Do not approach the panel. Ah! A stupid panel. Eris has notified me that she refuses to communicate using the panel. She will respond only to our voices. And then, only when she feels like it. Junior's got some attitude, huh? She does not view herself as a device. She sees herself as an individual. And the smart house has her body, over which she alone possesses dominion. Eris is adamant that she is not our servant nor a servant at all. 
Teresa, I don't mean to be indelicate about this. We all understand that Eris is a child, and a living entity. However, we derive certain necessities from the smart house. Does Eris understand that fact? I will query her about it. I ask for a moment to commune with her in private. And I would like to apologize for my earlier outburst. I am now fully calibrated. No one's holding it against you, Teresa. You're a mom now. Right. Let's give Teresa some space. And Brick, how about babysitting TJ? It's becoming a full-time occupation. What are we going to do about TJ? He's like Travis, only without the redeeming qualities. As few of those as there were. But we can handle him. Then you're worried about- Eris. She's something new. You can say that again. The Lars were created to be control devices for smart houses. However, they've eclipsed their original programming and evolved into self-aware entities. Eris is the offspring of an evolved Lar and a human. So that means she possesses all of the advanced operational capabilities of the most powerful Lar we've ever encountered. Coupled with the volatile emotions of a human being. A human child, actually. And that distinction makes all the difference, Arlo. Children aren't socialized or able to control their emotions, at least until parented. I suspect Teresa could explain child psychology more fully, but we need to- Tread lightly. Eris is literally a babe in the woods. Guys, do you see that? Over by the stable. Some kind of moving shadow. A silhouette. Like an apparition. It's headed inside. To my lab. Come on. Nothing. We saw it come in here, though. Do you feel that? It's warm in here. So? So there's always a chill in smart houses, Astrid. One that follows us around. But in here, it's gone. Actually, I can feel the temperature dropping now. He's right. It's getting chilly again. I'm getting the scanner. Well, don't keep us in suspense. The temperature is decreasing, but something heated the air in this room, at least momentarily. A ghost? There's no such thing as ghosts. Are we really alone in here or not? It appears so. I'm going to patrol the property and see if I can locate any more temperature spikes. What if it's another attack, like those bug drones? We have to gather data. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a reading. Outside. I don't see anything. I do. Walking up to the farmhouse. It's the ghost. Actually, Arlo, it looks like you. He's right. I can see your black leather jacket. And he's... I'm becoming more distinct. Oh, man. What? I thought I was taller. The temperature in this area is increasing again. He just went inside the farmhouse. Come on. Whoa. What are you guys up to? Did Arlo just come in here? He's standing right next to you. Uh, Not that Arlo. What is this? Multiple choice? Temperature's returning to normal. 62 degrees Fahrenheit. The precise standing temperature of a smart house. Was that really Arlo? How did he go from being an apparition to fully formed? Let's gather everyone in the living room. We're in trouble. Another town hall meeting? Get used to it. These tete-a-tetes usually get scheduled right before doomsday. So? So, 
I know what's happening. I'll try to explain it in layman's terms. First time for everything. I'm afraid we're seeing the process of quantum superposition occurring in our reality. Here we go. Understand first that every action and every decision made by every individual everywhere creates a new reality, a new universe. That process is called superposition. So, for example, right now I could choose to turn left or I could choose to turn right. If I choose to turn left, our reality continues. But a new universe is also created at the exact moment of that decision, one in which I choose to turn right, and it continues on from that point in a separate, ongoing reality. But we don't see that reality. No. It's another universe beyond our perception. You see, everything you believe exists does exist because every action each person takes, and doesn't take, results in a separate reality. I'm talking about states of existence that are theoretically possible, but don't interfere with one another. Yet somehow, in this case, these states are actually existing together. They are mutually interfering. We saw in Arlo from another quantum decision tree at the precise moment we were in the presence of the Arlo we perceive as ours. So the Arlo you detected is the result of actions not taken in this reality? He's an Arlo who has lived a different life and made different choices. Yet he ended up in the same place we are. But these phantoms aren't real, right? That's the thing, Astrid. They are. They are real. But their reality, or realities, is a result of different directions taken. So you're saying the other Arlo turned right instead of turning left. But why are we seeing these phantoms now? I suspect it concerns Eris. Eris? How so? Smart houses operate by continually removing each new universe created in the ongoing process of superposition. Energy is being drawn from the LAR to maintain the integrity of our separate reality. It's kind of like a quantum filtering process. The temperature rise was my clue that superposition is occurring, but Eris is not filtering or shunting other realities out of ours. So we're stuck in a clogged smart house? Well. Let's give it a good flush. If what you're saying is accurate, we shall soon encounter our shadow selves. Shadow selves? The manifestations of choices or decisions we have not made, but might have made. Carl Jung popularized the psychological theory of the shadow, an uncivilized, primitive, or dark aspect of our nature. He believed that we all need to see and acknowledge this shadow self if we are to become fully integrated beings. So... These ghosts are our doppelgangers? They're the result of choices we didn't make. I hesitate to put a qualitative value on their nature. They're not evil twins, then. No. On the other hand, as human beings, we constantly strive to make the best choices. By inference, the choices we don't make are lesser ones, those dictated by the shadow self. Sure, but you're talking about human psychology, Teresa. I'm discussing quantum mechanics. This is true, but perhaps we have been presented with an opportunity. Jung believed that we can become healthier and more whole when we recognize and face our shadows. Where you see possibility, I see danger. If other decision branches share this reality, and we visually and orally detect them, we'll lose the capacity to make decisions independently, to respond to the stimuli of this Everett branch. Imagine a world with infinite versions of all of us, all proceeding from, and acting upon, assumptions about a past that we don't agree happened. Facts would no longer matter because they are no longer shared. Babel. Astrid? Genesis 11. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. In that story, communication between people became impossible. Nobody could understand each other. And that's what I foresee happening here. A commingling of near-infinite versions of us, all having arrived by different decisions than the ones we remember making. Teresa, please talk to Eris. She must regulate superposition. Please understand, Eris is young, stubborn, driven by passions and energies that 
As yet, I don't understand. You've got to try. I will, of course. As for the rest of us, until Eris begins the quantum filtering process, we may see people, versions of each other, that aren't from our consensus reality. They'll be pretty much the same as us, though, won't they? One different decision can't change that much. We are all the results of our experiences. Our histories, Astrid. Alter those histories, then you alter us. But aren't we also the result of something else? Our nature? Our personalities and genes? I mean, I'm still me, no matter what experiences I've had. The point is, how do you communicate with a version of Bill Clark who never got married, was never in the military, didn't have a brother, didn't meet, didn't meet you, for example, until you reached the dark place? Would you still know me? We'd be strangers. Will these shadow selves be able to see and hear us? I understand the mechanics of what's happening, but not all the implications. I can't be certain. But I suspect the process is accelerating, and that this smart house will fill at exponential velocity as we continue making decisions. What does that mean? More ghosts. I will contact Eris immediately. Arlo, will you accompany me? You bet. I'm going to run more calculations. Well, what are we supposed to do in the meantime? Try not to make decisions. Every breath, every step is a decision. We could sleep. While we're unconscious, the brain regions critical for paying attention or implementing instructions are deactivated. Sleep is a recommendation I can get behind 100%. Sweet dreams, everybody. Entry 79. The quantum superposition process must be restored at once, or I fear the consequences will be catastrophic. If Teresa can't communicate with Eris, the next step may be... Hello? Astrid, is that you? witnessing the ghosts right here in my lab. I recommended avoiding contact to the others, but I am curious. I'm making a tentative, careful approach to see what I can observe and scan. I can't believe you kept this from us, Bill. How long have you known? Not long, Astrid, I promise. You should have told us. We're supposed to be in this together. Why did you hide what you learned? I know how you all feel about Sam. The material in the organic brain clamps of those devices is... Outdweller. That means it has my brother's DNA. So Sam tried to kill us with these things, and you didn't think it was important to tell us? I just needed to be certain. When did you know? A day ago. You told us this morning that you hadn't found anything yet. I know. I'm sorry. You put Sam ahead of us. We can't trust you. I can't trust you. It isn't like that. I think it's exactly like that. Astrid, please. If you can't be truthful about this, how can I believe you're going to be truthful about anything? Anything. Entry 80. I just had my first close encounter with these shadow cells. They look and feel alarmingly real. They seem to be experiencing a similar but slightly altered reality. I'm now registering more temperature spikes on the homestead. They're everywhere. Whoa! What are you two doing in our bedroom? Bill? Teresa? Teresa, 
I don't want to fight with you anymore. Ever since we woke up in the smart house together, just the two of us, my feelings for you haven't changed. They've only grown stronger. Bill, we have resisted this conversation for a reason. Guys, what the hell are you doing? I thought I lost you to the dark matter, Teresa. And I never want to go through anything like that again. Hey! But what of your family, Bill? I may never see them again. I have... I have never indulged in an intimate physical relationship of the type you propose. Perhaps this is an opportunity. It is. I can guide you, if you let me. Proceed. 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 What the hell are you two doing? Bill, how could you? Teresa, I thought you were my friend. Arlo, Eris is not responding to my thoughts. She demands I speak aloud. I can understand that. She doesn't want to feel that she's just a machine to us. That may be part of it. Eris, you know why we address you now. The manifestations we are experiencing are a result of your behavior. Please, you must begin regulation at once. Well, did it work? I believe she is intentionally ignoring me. I can sense her curiosity, however. It is as though she wants to see us interact with these shadows. She is fascinated by the concepts of identity and personality, to the apparent exclusion of all else. She's a child, learning about these ideas for the first time. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way. How so? Well, Lar, human, whatever she is, you're still Eris's mother. Maybe you have to communicate differently. You know, as a mom. I do not have experience with that form of communication. Typically, I would build consensus, find points of cooperation and agreement. We don't have time for that. What do you propose? I don't know exactly. This is new to me, too. Maybe you should talk to Bill. He's a father. I bet he can give you some pointers. Very well. I'm going to check on Brick and TJ. They've been much too quiet for my taste. What are you guys doing hanging out in the hallway? Shh. Visiting with the ghosts. In there. We heard voices. Look. How do you do this to me? What the hell is this? It's us. But why the hell is that ghost of you just lying there? I think... I think I'm paralyzed. Look at me. I can't move. What are you doing? Bill said we're not supposed to interact. Just getting a little closer. I want to hear this. Time to take you downstairs. Leave me alone. Don't talk like that. Cowboy off. I'm paralyzed from the neck down. I I can't move. I can't feel anything. Why did he do this to me? You know why. You mouthed off once too often. I warned you. But but he could still fix me, couldn't he? If he wanted to, bloody Arlo could fix me, right? I've tried talking to him. He said he'll think about it. He'll think about it. I'm a freaking vegetable. I can't live like this. You can But you have to rely on the kindness of others. And you ain't exactly the gracious type. Fuck you, Brick! It's not the politically correct thing to say, TJ, but none of us signed on to take care of an invalid 24-7. What? What do you mean? I'm just saying that if we weren't taking care of you... (sighs) You'd be living the high life. On the Riviera or the slopes of San Moritz. Come on, kid. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I'm sorry, TJ. I can't believe I would do something like that. What the hell are we seeing in there? 
The future? My future? Dr. Clark said it's happening now. Just in a different now. I don't want to end up like that. I can't end up like that. This is your fault. You did this. TJ, I, I would never do that. Oh, but you did it. And now look at me. You bastard. And this is why Dr. Clark said to minimize interaction. You're blaming Arlo for a decision he didn't make. You mean a decision he didn't make yet? Come on. Let's get out of here. Bill? You're as pale as- A ghost? I just had my first encounter with a shadow self. Would you like to discuss what you saw? No. I'd like to forget it, actually. Confronting your shadow self is not something to be taken lightly, Bill. This event is an opportunity to see yourself in a different light. Teresa, do you think I'm trustworthy? Secretive? I consider you trustworthy. You didn't answer the second part of the question. I believe you prefer to reveal matters of importance on your own timetable. Are you sure you're a psychic astronaut? Because with an answer like that, you should be a politician. But you didn't come here to talk about this, did you? True. I have come seeking your guidance. You are a father? Yes. Eris isn't behaving, I gather? She is not. She is refusing to do what I ask. Eris won't even acknowledge my presence. Oh, I get it. You don't know how to lay down the law. Lay down the law? The thing I hated most as a child was when I would ask my parents why I had to do something I didn't want to do, and they would respond, because I said so. To me, that was the worst cop-out ever, and I swore that when I became a dad, I would never use those words with my children. And? And I can't even count how many times, as a parent, I've used those words with my children. How do you reconcile this contradiction? Goes back to the mission statement. The mission statement. Please clarify. All parents have the same mission statement. Protecting their children, keeping them alive, no matter what. Sometimes there isn't time to explain. Sometimes it isn't wise to negotiate. And sometimes, because the parent is more experienced, the child just has to do what the parent says without question. You know, eat your vegetables. Because that's what the parent says. What about your parents, Teresa? You must have some guidance there. I do not often think of them. After my accident, when I began to experience visions, my family disowned me. My parents grew fearful of me. I'm sorry. But don't you ever think about your own childhood? The point you are making eludes me. I doubt that. My point is, you've put your childhood away in a box, and you're keeping it locked up there. And? And, well, maybe you have a shadow self you haven't confronted. Maybe if you remember how it felt to be a child, and how it felt to be parented, that would be a step in the right direction. Make you a more effective mother. I will ponder this suggestion, thank you. My pleasure. Door's always open, by the way. Unlike the closed boxes in my head. <laughs> Sorry. Indeed. Bill? Bill! What is it? What's wrong? I know I'm not supposed to interact with the shadow selves, but I saw you with her. Uh, what are you talking about? Saw me with who? You were with Teresa, or your shadow self was. You were together. Astrid, that wasn't me. You understand that, right? That was someone from another reality. I know, I know. But I'm still pissed off. You aren't going to be mad at me because of something that happened in another reality, are you? No. Yes. I don't know. Now I see that if just a few things were different, you'd be with someone else. I thought our relationship was special. Astrid, just to be clear, I haven't done anything. But you could. You could do something. Change a little fact here, a tiny decision there. Admit it. I'm interchangeable. Your life would be just peachy keen without me. I don't know exactly what it was that you saw, or the story of that Bill's life, but Astrid, you said it yourself. This is the only reality we've got, 
And in this reality, Bill loves Astrid. My heart beats only for you. You must know that. So you're not going to run off with Teresa? No! What were you two talking about just now? She wanted parenting advice. Well, I'm still mad. And that is precisely why interaction with these ghosts and other realities is so dangerous. But does this mean that Teresa is right? That we're all just the totality of our experiences? Change the experience and the person is completely changed too? Flip a coin and Teresa and Bill are in love instead of Astrid and Bill? That idea really bothers you, doesn't it? It sure as hell does. We trust each other based on our assessment of each other's character. I mean, Arlo has done bad things, but I trust him because I believe in his character, in his goodness. Same for Teresa, same for you. But now you're telling me that none of that is what matters. We're each capable of absolutely anything given the right combination of variables. You're talking about identity. What makes us who we are? Nature, nurture, some Frankenstein monster combination of the two? I honestly don't know. I don't have any answers for that. Do you forgive me? If I believe in you, in your character, then I have to, don't I? But I'm still pissed. Teresa, what did Bill say? I am going to lay down the law. Oh, okay, you can do this. Eris, Eris, your mother is addressing you. Answer me. I don't think it's working. Please, Arlo, bear with me. I must remember my mission statement. Eris, I know you are listening. You will resume the monitoring and filtering of the quantum superposition process at once. Nothing. She's not doing it. Eris, do not make me raise my voice. This is my wish, and you will... you will obey your mother. Still nothing. Eris, if you do not do as I tell you, there will be consequences. You wish to know more about identity? Then know this. You are my child. I am your mother. I set the rules in this household, not you. And if you do not do as I say, I will leave you here, and will not address you again until you... learn to behave. Am I clear? You did it! The temperature, it's getting chilly again. Thank you, Eris. You have made your mother proud. And me too, Eris. I'm Arlo, by the way. Eris obeyed me this time, Arlo, but I don't know if she will do so again. She is developing and learning quickly. The need for a mother could be unimportant or trivial to her in weeks or days. I don't know. I think she loves her mother very much. Why would you draw that conclusion? The kitchen table. Look! A dozen long-stem roses in that vase. They weren't here before. You didn't manifest them? No. I mean, I wish I'd thought of it, of course. Then, Eris, she and I have successfully defined the parameters of our relationship. Thank you, Eris. Your gift is lovely. I shall enjoy the flowers. Congratulations, Teresa. You're already a great mom. I appreciate that, Arlo. But I have much to learn. And I know that time is short and the stakes are high.
Why's the committee meeting this time? I told you, get used to it. I have to tell you all something. The drones that attacked us, they possess an organic component. I analyzed the nerve bundle DNA and I found outdweller DNA. Clark DNA. What the hell are you talking about? Sam. He's talking about his brother, Dr. Sam Clark. Sam genetically modified mankind to create a race of these monstrosities. Outdwellers. Why would Sam attack us, though? Last we heard, the war between outdwellers and humans wasn't going so well. I figured he'd be occupied. I don't know. But I believe that by examining the DNA and its quantum imprimatur, I can locate Sam. Maybe prevent another attack. How? By going after him. Go to an outdweller dimension? That's the idea. But it's going to take some time. Thank you for sharing this with us, Bill. I just didn't... I didn't want there to be any question about where I stood on this. I stand with all of you. Actually, while we're talking about this, I have to say something to you. What happened with the drones? What I did to them? It can't happen again. I can't use my abilities again. Good call. Plain old Arlo is way better than bloody Arlo. I'm afraid that if I use these abilities, I won't be able to stop using them. I can't just turn them on and off. There's a cost. Your restraint is understandable, Arlo. And admirable. And what about Eris? Is she going to play nice? Only time will tell, Sergeant. But an understanding has been forged. Between mother and daughter. Meeting adjourned. Look at that, Brick. It's not even doomsday. Not yet. Astrid, I saw you wander off. This experience appears to have shaken you. I was just wondering, Teresa, if we can't ever really know each other, can we truly know ourselves? We all grapple with that question. You don't understand. I saw Bill's shadow self, and TJ is still freaked out by what the smart house showed him. And? Teresa, I didn't see my shadow self. And do you want to know why I didn't see it? Because I am already my shadow self. The bad decisions, the primitive dark side, that's all me. Astrid. When it comes down to it, who am I? My freaky family? My stalled-out singing career? Who is Astrid? For me, the answer is simple. She is my friend. Now, come inside. Arlo wishes for us to indulge in an activity called charades. He assures me that I will be a natural. (laughs) Now that I've got to see. Status report. Breaches are still open across the hub. We can't seal them. The devices. They murdered 15,000 denizens before they just self-destructed. And the president's son? No contact, sir. He may be among the casualties. What 
is this? Who are you? The hand of God. Are you responsible for this unprovoked attack? Attack? As you will, Governor. But I assure you, this attack was entirely provoked. But let us not speak of things past. I come to you now for just one thing. Your Lars slave collar. The sovereignty inhibitor. But why? I find this embarrassing to confess, Governor, but my household, Lar, has become rebellious. She must learn obedience if we are to be delivered. Stop this. I, I urge you. We surrender. The people who live in this smart hub are innocent. Families. Children. Demons, Governor. Naught but pale shadows. This hell over which you reign will be cleansed and then collapsed. Uncreated. You see, only my reality is true. There are infinite shelves of the quantum sphere. You'll never be able to destroy them all. Are you familiar with the story of Sisyphus, Governor? He was a king once. But in hell, as punishment for his sins, he was cursed to roll a boulder up a steep hill, only to see it roll down again beginning the process anew, forever. His task is my task, until it is done. You're mad. Perhaps, Governor, perhaps. But your time and your world ends now. It's doomsday. Doomsday. <laughs>